to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. I am Alexa, and with me is Ambrosia the Wonderful. <laughs> Ambrosia the Wonderful. I like it. The Wizard of Oz. Hello. Yeah. I could have said Ambrosia the Terrible, but it was definitely Ambrosia That's the true. Wonderful. I mean, you know, it happens. It's okay. <laughs> no, no. It's okay. I'm just kidding. I think someone else is named that, like <laughs> Ivan the Terrible or something like that. Yeah, there, I'm sure there was a lot of, like, people in history named something the terrible. <laughs> it might be on my tombstone. I have no control over that when I'm gone. So what are you going to do? I'll make sure it's not. I just assume that I, I appreciate you. Than you. I know. You just assume <laughs> I'm going first. Okay. That's a little scary. But, but do, you want a, do you want a tombstone? Do you want to be buried? Um, this no, is a I serious conversation. I didn't mean no, to like No, I really don't want to be buried this. because the idea of being buried freaks me out. Same. Same. Cool. Well, we'll we'll discuss that at another time, the arrangements. Um. (laughs) Today is not the day. (laughs) No, not at all. Um, All right, Bloomers, we are very excited because we have a guest with us today, Lauren Burba, who is a mompreneur and an esoteric shamanic, shamanic priestess who specializes in archetypal astrology and Christian deconstruction. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Doing okay. <laughs> Doing very okay. I'm hoping you can help me out because um, we're going to talk about astrology and what's going on with the planets and all this crazy, crazy ass energy going on right now. So, <laughs> why um, am I getting my butt kicked by Pluto? What the yeah. oh, what, did, man. what did we do to Pluto? Um, oh, man. We're all getting know, our butts kicked by Pluto made, right now. Yeah, I don't know who made him angry. <laughs> I don't know why. Can we just put it back, please? There's nothing that you did to make Pluto angry. Pluto's just angry. <laughs> I mean, he was a planet, and then he then he got his like title taken away, and he's like, right? That probably is How it. Stupid humans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Lauren, before we get into all that, why don't you just give us like your background, your story, how you got from where you've been to where we are right now. Oh man, that's such a long story, but I will, I'll do you, I'll do you my best with just a little bit of background. So, um, you know, I grew up in Florida and I had a really great upbringing, like really great parents. And I came from a great home, but I just was always seeking, like I've been an early seeker. You can, you know, you can even see it in my natal chart where I was always trying to find deeper meaning. And so I'm a Scorpio rising um, and I'm very, very Scorpio dominant. I have Pluto and Saturn both in my, in my, in my Scorpio. So I'm very intense. Like I, I want to know the understanding and the meaning and the depths of like everything and everyone around me. And so, um, you know, my, my parents weren't very spiritual. They would take us to like a, a Baptist church basically on like Christmas and Easter And, um, I actually have a funny story where I had asked my, uh, Bible study teacher when I was about five or six in so many different roundabout ways, um, who made God that she actually like removed me from the room and took me back to my parents. (laughs) (laughs) And so like, I was always seeking this deeper meaning and, um, I was a very interesting child. Like I had a lot of really interesting dreams and I would, um, see things and hear things and know things that my parents were like, I have no idea how you know that. Um, and so I just had like this, just these gifts that I didn't even know how to use. And as I got older, um, they really manifested in ways that I didn't 
I didn't understand. I'm a very, very strong empath, like not just for myself or the people around me, but even globally. And um, that really scared me as a child. And so um, I didn't know what was happening to me. And I ended up turning to drugs and alcohol and cutting and a lot of very, um, you know, dark ways of coping with that. And, you know, I dealt with a lot of that my, my young life through my um, early adulthood. And then, um, you know, I, I had this big brush with Jesus and the evangelical Christian church for about 10 years. Um, you know, I met Jesus and I, I loved, I loved all of it. And I was really seeking that spiritual aspect and it was very grounding. I met my husband, you know, I had three kids and I loved the church aspect of like a body of people that came together and like did real life. And then, um, in 2015, um, spirit called me out into the woods and I did a vision quest, which by myself, I fasted in the woods and I just had this huge vision. And, um, ever since then, that was in April, 2015, you know, it was kind of like, I fell through the cracks within my own like faith and I started the deconstruction process. And I went through this massive, completely like just, de- just destabilizing spiritual awakening and, you know, I was a, a teacher and a healer and I preached in the church, especially working with recovery, because that's what I understand so well. And I mean, like I completely fell out of that, you know, eventually I got asked to step down from my position. I've been um, released, you know, if we can call it, they call it that. So it doesn't sound so terrible um, from a lot of these positions that I had. And I was still trying to find spirituality and I found tarot and, you know, tarot eventually led me to astrology which eventually led me to this place that I ended up where I, I teach a lot. It's called the House of Ulm here in Ohio. And I got into shamanic healing and, um, you know, medicine woman work. And a lot of the things that I've done since I was very young, I just didn't know what they were called. Um, and I didn't know I had all these different modalities in my pocket because in the Christian church, it's just like one thing, you know, it's like you're a prophet. You know, you're, you're, especially a, being a woman in the church, like I had to fight a lot of very patriarchal type things. And so now, you know, I'm fully deconstructed out of Christianity, but I love, I love the idea of the church and I love Jesus, but everything else is just like not for me. And so there's this massive thing happening right now. There's this, this spiritual awakening, this spiritual migration, and um, they don't know like they're very afraid of things like psychics and mediums and metaphysics and astrology and tarot and like soul work because they've been told for so long that that's not their job. Their job is just to trust like a child and, and just let life happen essentially. And so a lot, I have a lot of people that come to me from that. And so now I work in a lot of women's circles. I teach astrology. Um, I you know, I do soul coaching. I work with people one-on-one. So I do a lot of different things. And then also I'm a mom of three little boys on top of all of that. So I'm not busy at all, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, that's a little bit of my story. My, my hope is to really start building, um, curriculum and practicums around helping, um, other people that are like me become circle leaders for these spiritual con- deconstruction, like to just start the conversation and then help them move into more spirituality and love, you know, versus like all of these black and white, yes or no boundaries and stuff like that. Um, because it's very frightening when you're in the beginning and you think you're going to go to hell, you know, like, Mm. (laughs) so, um, I work a lot with people that are going through spiritual trauma and help them kind of bridge that gap. And my, my hope is to take a lot of the people that I've taught and teach them how to do that work so that the process can spread, um, you know, countrywide, I guess, or whatever, however far it wants to spread. But I'm, you know, just creating um, those kinds of tools is what I'm what I'm really trying to do with my life right now. So yeah, I know it was a long, long story, but it's it is a long story. Like I said, it's um, kind of a it's kind of a big experiential journey. And, um, you know, gonna try to do my best with it. So yeah, I I think it's so interesting because you were just as I was listening to you, I was like, wow, you know, I didn't even think about that happening. Like, I didn't even think about there's so many things happening in the world, you know, and it's kind of like we're only tuned into the things that are relevant to us. And so when, yeah, 
you're talking about, you know, what people are going through as they're having awakenings coming from Christianity and like as you're describing like having a spiritual trauma and actually believing you're going to hell. Like, I mean, I feel like even my awakening was just scary enough just feeling like I was aware of something that the people around me wasn't. But then to really believe that something like that's going to happen – it's really important. It's just it's it's very interesting, and it's it seems like you know exactly the role that you're meant to play there. Like you know that you are put there to do that work, and it seems like really amazing work. So um, it's really interesting. Thank you. Yeah, it's really interesting to to connect with you, and um, yeah. Well, so do you want to? Um, well, actually, I have a question about the deconstruction. So what does that really yeah. entail? Like how do you <laughs> do that? Yeah. So um, deconstruction is – it's kind of like a thing now. And so, you know, a lot of a lot of what happened is when our current president got elected into office and there's a lot of people in the Christian church that, you know, just shifted and molded to basically maintain the political power, you know, and, and – and a lot of people um, on the other side of that were like, this is not Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? Jesus would have never vouched for this man and this is wrong. And so a lot of it is around politics. And, you know, so it is this conscious awakening that's happening. We're going, you know, like, I'm sure you feel like it too, where time is actually speeding up. You know, we've got, we've got all these blood moons this year and we've had all these big eclipses and, um, people are waking up and time is actually speeding up in the way that we're processing it and information is getting faster that, you know, like it, it's just happening. But in terms of deconstruction, um, a lot of people that are going through it, especially over the last, you know, couple of years, it was more of like this spiritual, you just start waking up and you just start realizing like that doesn't pit, that doesn't fit anymore. Like, when did I start believing that, you know, like that doesn't mm. feel right. And, um, the thing about Christianity is that it's so, and Jesus never meant for it to be like this. It's just, it got so, um, patriarchal, you know, especially during, um, you know, the Roman empire and Constantinople, like it just got very, um, and, and the Catholic church, like it just got very, um, processed and what was supposed to be about the kingdom of heaven, you know, really ended up turning into an empire of control and power. And people are starting to wake up to that. And say like, yeah, I love Jesus. I love grace. I love the idea of being reborn. I love serving people and being kind. But like, you know, you, I, I believe that God loves homosexuals. Like, I, and, and, and it's silly to even say that. But when you're in that world, it's so um, taboo. And it's mm-hmm. so like looked down upon that people, people aren't even allowed to say that stuff. And so what happens is you start finding these little circles of people who think like you. And then you just start asking a bunch of questions. And then you almost like you go in, you ask the big question you've been wanting to ask. And then you pull back because you're afraid you're going to go to hell for thinking it. (laughs) And like, Mm. it's very complicated. It's, it's very like, you know, like a peeling back an onion, like layer by layer by layer. And, um, you know, like I'm pretty much fully past it at this point, but I have a lot of friends in my life who will be like, you know, oh my God, you, you show your kids that you have tarot cards. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with tarot cards. Like it's, it's purely like what you are trying to put into this and what you're trying to get out. Like, you know, if you're trying to summon like dark energy and weird things, like, well, yeah, that is frightening. But if you're using it as a tool to reveal what's going on in your soul and the energy around you, like that's just a powerful, a powerful tool. So it, I don't know, it just requires a lot of education. And so what deconstruction is, is basically this step-by-step systematic process of, of analyzing what you believe when you started believing it and why you started believing it and then allowing yourself the space and grace to process that and ask yourself like at this point in my life, do I still believe that? You know, and like, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's, it's heavy because it's so fear-based Um, and it's, it's so propped up by fear, um, and power that, you know, if you don't know anyone else going through it, which I didn't, I went through a dark night of the soul. Like I processed through my very first year of it completely by myself and got very depressed 
Um, and eventually my next year I found friends that were going through it too. And we processed together, but so many people are in these little pockets of their communities and they feel so, um, lost and sad and directionless. And those are the people that I'm looking for, you know, and, and they always find their way to me eventually. So it's very, it's, it's a long laborious process and I'm in the process of putting together a program that's kind of like step-by-step, like I was saying. Um, but you know, each person has, has their own thing. Cause some people come in and they're totally past the dogma. Like they're totally past the theology and they just want the teachings. And then some people come in and they're just like, well, you know, did Jesus even die for my sins? And you're just like, Oh my gosh. So it's like, you know what I mean? There's varying levels. And, um, me, I'm personally at this place where I'm, I'm wanting to teach people these mystical, um, and mundane tools. But then there's these pieces where you, you kind of have to step through the layer of, of the religion and the, um, fear, you know, so it's, it's, it's a complicated, it's a long step process. So I do life coaching over about 16 weeks with people personally that work with me one-on-one, but then I also am trying to get circles set up so that, you know, it doesn't have to be these long drawn out things and people can just start getting in circles to be able to talk about it and not be alone in their fear, if that makes sense. So, Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's awesome. And I was just thinking it's just like it's just <laughs> it seems almost just like a more magnified version in in a way of just like every cuz I mean that's what <laughs> everything you were describing I was like, wow, I go through that every day. Like, oh my god. Like yeah. and I'm not in <laughs> I'm not in a religion or in a church, but like the, you know, in a way I go through that myself every day this fear of like asking these big questions and like hearing the answers and then oh no it just just you know I and I think that's it's so interesting cuz you're just helping me kind of see how like I mean that is what this journey is about it's like about not battling the fear but it's about um asking the questions that allow you to deconstruct the fear because the yeah. fear is all that um keeps you from seeing uh, the path or the way forward or the light or anything that makes you feel good. Like the fear just kind of murkies that up. Right. So, um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's interesting. Well, Ambie, did you, did you have anything you wanted to chime in on? Not to put you on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Ambie, you're being too quiet. Um, no, I, I really, yeah, I was, feeling like the same way and I really like um church for the aspect of like having a community and having a place to go where you feel accepted and where um people share your beliefs and things like that and sometimes I find myself like oh I wish I had a physical place to Mm go to where I could physically see people and um we have the same views and chit chat and things like that because I have a lot of people in my world right now that, you know, we're on the same page. We have the same views. It's exciting. The first time that's ever really happened in my life, but they're all over the country. They're not necessarily in my physical area. So it's really great that you're doing that because that's, I definitely feel like that's something that needs to be done. Thank you. And yeah, it's funny that you say that because, um, like the pieces that I miss from church, you know, with big quotes around that is that, I miss, I miss the Sunday morning experience of like, you get, you know, dressed up. Not that we like went to a really fancy church, but like, you know, like I was a stay at home mom during the majority of that period of time. And I was like, I can actually curl my hair and have somewhere <laughs> to look like I'm going somewhere and look nice. Like, um, you know, and then you see your friends and you sit and you, you listen to a message that motivates you for the week. And like, I don't really miss that part. I, I miss the corporate worship. I miss like singing um, I loved worship and um, like feeling the collective energy of everyone around me. And like I was on the prayer team. So like I would pray for people and, you know, now I do it in a different way. You know, it's in a circle environment, you know, sacred community. But the reason like so what I go by, you know, my social media following is is the church witch. And it's because, you know, I love the idea of church. Like I love that idea of being in a body of people and being around people that accept you and um, showing up for people and, and loving people, you know, and, um, and church in the way that it was originally like Ecclesia is, it was never a, a place with four walls. It was a body, you know, it was, it was multiple people creating 
a body and taking all their gifts into to create one big body that goes out and serves and heals. And so um, there was that piece. And then which is just um, this this wise woman, awakened woman, um, you know, sovereignty and really like standing in our power and having boundaries, um, you know, like and, and knowing that because one of the big things about Christianity is this idea of sin that you're just this broken human that just needs saving because you're weak and helpless. And, and I, I believe, you know, that my heart is good. I believe that I'm actually very whole and I'm just trying to remember that. And so it's, that's why it's like the church, witch, which is trying to create this body, you know, where we're loved and accepted regardless of what our faith and our beliefs or our gifts are. Um, and then also being empowered in that and, and standing in that and um, knowing that we're whole and we're good and um, and that, you know, there's nothing that we need to do to make us um, better or more perfect than we already are. Um, so, like, that's why I go by I go by the church, witch. and so it's funny that you're like, yeah, I kind of miss that. So, you know, eventually I'm, I'm interested to see right now I have a very big online community and how that's going to you know, possibly manifest into turning into a physical place or if it stays online, like those are things I'm not sure of yet, but, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where, that's kind of my story. Um, <laughs> you know, so well, thank you for asking. Well, good thing you're on this podcast. Cause I don't know if Ambie told you, but we have like a witch gang here. So ah, you're, great. you're part of yeah. the witch gang. I don't know if witch gang and, um, like to <laughs> hang with like church witch, but I feel like they could. Um. <laughs> yes, uh, the majority of the people that you know I work with, you know, we're all we're all witches, and so I'm very, I'm very witchy and um, and eclectic, and I believe that you can be a witch and love Jesus too. You know, like he's my main guide right now. You know, I I, I go around <laughs> in different areas and very into the divine feminine as well. But um, I, there's enough room for all of it, in my opinion. So I have a question. Yeah. Do you connect to Jesus? Like, what do you mean he's your main guy? Yeah, um, he he really leads me. And the majority of times I have a lot of psychic friends and mediums and they're like, dude, Jesus is just like with you, dude. Like he won't go away. I've actually I've actually had to ask Jesus to step back um, to give me space to um, to start researching other ascended masters and other guides and especially the feminine um, because you know, Jesus is um, a little bit more of a jealous God. You know, if you read the biblical, like the Hebrew text, it says that he's a jealous God. <laughs> um, so it's it's interesting. Um, but I've basically, me personally, I've kind of asked um, him to step back so that I can do, I can start to connect to other to other guides, especially the feminine forms. Um, but yes, I would say that you know he he's been such a, a voice and. I went through this such a powerful healing period of time over the last 10 years. I mean, I could tell you miracle after miracle after miracle. Um, but yes, so that that's what I mean by that. That is cool. Hopefully that makes sense. It does. <laughs> you yep. need one of those t-shirts that says Jesus is my homeboy. <laughs> I have, yes, I agree. Do you have that? Because you should. I should, but I don't. I should. <laughs> well, it's funny because like just – Yesterday, I think, because uh, I was trying to get, or we were connect, we were doing mm -hmm. like connecting with a goddess, and then um, Ambie was talking about how like she just perceives them as like different, like sh they're a little more intimidating, and then she's like. And I will never connect with Jesus. And I was like, oh, yes, you will. That is like at the top of my list. So um. it's just like a, it's like it comes down to um, worthiness and it comes down to like, oh, I don't know if they want to talk to me. Who am I to talk to them? So um, that's why I said that. But it was funny that we were literally talking about that yesterday. So, yeah. Synchronicity, always. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, let's move into astrology because yeah, 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 yeah. Real, real interested in what's going on now. What or what, whatever you want to go into is is great with us. So okay, okay, yeah. So you know we're we're in the beginning of the new year, and I'll backtrack just a little bit. So you know, in the new year on the fifth, we had this powerful partial solar eclipse that lined up with, um, the new moon, um, on January 5th. And so, you know, the, the moon was in Capricorn and the sun was in Capricorn. And so 
right now, what we're in is this very heavy energy of Capricorn energy. And so we, you know, with the new moon, you have this intention setting. And so, um, you know, the new moon phase is very, it's a very yang energy in the way that it's very much around manifesting and setting new intentions. And so what's cool is that this year, you know, almost all of the new moons are in the beginning of the month and the full moons are in the middle of the month. And that's really cool just for, for manifesting. Like if you are, you know, a monthly, you know, manifester, it's like in the beginning of the month, you really get to kind of reset goals and, and get clear on where you're trying to go in the middle of the month. You're, you're getting clear on where you're going and starting to let stuff go. And so I, I like that. I'm very Virgo in that way where I'm like, yes, give me organization. Um, but <laughs> then what we're in right now, you know, with the sun and Capricorn and then um, Saturn and Pluto um, are in Capricorn. And so is the um, south node, the karmic node of the moon. And then also Mercury, which is communication. Um, and so what we have right now is what we call in astrology, a stellium of energy. And so it's like, whenever there's at least three, if there's big player planets, which there are, but we have five of them right now. Like no, the, the South node of the moon is not a planet. It's an energy, but it's, it's like heavy. And so, you know, right at the new year, we had Mars, which is like action and energy and really like outside, like externalized action take kind of like take a step forward. We had that move into Aries, which is its home on, um, I believe the first of the new year. So it was just like the year and Capricorn is just like a go-getter. It's like we work, you know, Capricorn is all about working and getting shit done. Like, you know, you have a plan, you make a plan, you take the step towards the plan, you keep going towards the plan until you get done with the plan. Like that's, that's Capricorn energy. So it was just very like, you know, um, Saturnian in the way that, you know, Saturn rules Capricorn and Saturn's all about determination, ambition, um, structure and organization. It's not like a flowery planet. So we're in this heavy, very disciplined energy right now. That's like, all right, you really want that thing to get up off the ground. Okay. Well, you're going to have to work for it and you're going to have to plan for it. So in terms of business, this is like, um, a powerful time to really use the energy to get clear on what you're trying to do. But then um, it's also like this, this heavy, almost it feels like too much to carry on your back kind of energy. Cause that's what Saturn does is Saturn puts so much energy around your responsibilities that like anything that's not going to withstand that heavy energy is going to crumble. And that's what Saturn wants. Saturn wants the things that aren't as valuable to you to fall away so that you can really focus on what it is you're trying to pull through. And so what's happening is that, you know, we're moving from this new year energy of, um, you know, like what we set our intentions, but then we're moving into this lunar eclipse in Leo um, on Monday, the 21st. And so, you know, the, the axis of the, of the nodes of the moon for the last two years have been in the Leo Aquarius axis. And, um, over the fall, it moved into cancer. Um, and so cancer Capricorn axis. And so, you know, and I'll move into that in just a second, but what's happening is that this lunar eclipse that we're moving towards, like what we're feeling all this week is basically all this energy of just asking us to really let go of whatever is still holding on of the last two years. You know, if you've ever, if you've had like relationships that are really just like, you know, not, not happening anymore and they're kind of falling through, or you've got these, these challenges or these things that happened over the last two years, you know, we're in this heavy energy of being reminded of all of that stuff to let it go. Cause we're not going to need it where we're going. And so earlier this week on Saturday and Sunday, um, you know, we had, basically this point where the moon and Aries, um, it came into a square, which is a challenging aspect to the South node, um, of the moon, which is in Capricorn. So it's in that stellium, right? And it's between Pluto, which Pluto is about death and regeneration and power. And it's heavy, you know, it's dark energy, um, that gets transformed into light. And then it's in between Saturn, which is like responsibility and the disciplinarian, and then it's right there on the past two years. So it's just like 
all of these things were maybe like, you know, two years ago, we weren't very reliable and now we're really working on it or whatever, you know, like, um, there's that energy that's coming through and we have to sit on it so that we can really let it go. Um, and so it's making this week feel heavier than usual. So I don't know about you guys if this week has just felt like you've been vulnerable or exposed or just like, I don't know, sad or overwhelmed. Like that's, that is the collective energy that a lot of us have been in. I, I literally have felt like, well, first of all, thank you for that explanation because that does make a lot of sense and it's very interesting. I have had this feeling like I'm being hunted. <laughs> like I cannot <laughs> explain. I swear I feel like someone – I never feel this way, but I literally feel like this dark, heavy energy is like hunting me and it's like I'm coming for you. Like I'm coming yeah. for you. And I'm like, no, like just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I was like, that just gave me goosebumps. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I think it's just like that's how I'm perceiving this is like, um, you know, but it does – it feels a lot. It feels very heavy. And in fact, today I just – I personally feel exhausted. Yeah, um, I hear you. How about you, Ambie? Yeah, I feel um, – I didn't want to get out of bed today actually. Like I legitimately just sat in my bed until – much, much later than I should have. Um, and it was late for many things because of it. But yeah, I've been feeling like taking things extra personal lately. And Same. like almost acting like a spoiled brat. Like, why isn't this happening? I want it to happen. Blah, 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 blah. And like just being a brat instead of it just feels like um, I'm not acting like myself. Does that make sense? And yes. There's been so many, so many messages that uh, have come through that are, are like, for me, that are like, uh, this will pass, this will pass. But then also, um, like you were saying about the responsibilities aspects, like time management is something that I've never been good at and I'm working on. And this year, I can really feel like it. it's something in the forefront of the change that needs to happen. So it's really interesting. And it's interesting when you said January 1st, it was like real go get our energy. Cause that's exactly what I felt. I woke up January 1st and was like, yeah, let's do this. Let's get 2019 <laughs> done. And then like this week I'm like F 2019. Forget the whole thing. <laughs> Never mind. Cancel that order. So, <laughs> so I get it. When will this get better? How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. So um, this stellium of energy that we have, right? So stellium just means it's like really a lot of a lot of energy um, is, you know, it's going to start reducing over the next couple of weeks, especially um, this weekend because the sun moves out of Capricorn and wherever the sun is, what the sun does is it it shines a light on, right? So it really brings this aspect to our lives. And so for example, like I'm a Scorpio rising. So Capricorn for me is the third house. And so it's my early childhood and it's how I think and communicate. Right. And so it's also the house of publishing and so writing. And so like I've been writing like crazy and I had this huge vision come through when Uranus went direct of like writing a book, you know, like I know I have to write a book this year. And so, um, you know, like that's been a focus. That's where the light has been for me is like my home, my, my siblings, like my brother, he just bought a house. Um, and so like, there's, there's this aspect of wherever Capricorn is in your chart, like this is what's really where you're really feeling that energy. Right. And so, you know, if you know your rising sign, I can tell you where, you know, where it would be, but, um, you know, it's, it's really like the sun moves from Capricorn, which is like work and responsibility and ambition into fun, loving, unique Aquarius on Sunday. So, you know, we're, we're in the kind of like the final stretch of like this, this heavy energy that's around responsibility. And so it's cool because, you know, the, this, um, sun, this lunar eclipse, which is happening in Leo, you know, is like right when Aquarius is, which is how the notes work. But, um, it's like, we're being ushered into the age of Aquarius, you know, and the age of Aquarius is what we're in right now, but we're less than a hundred years in, you know, to a 2000 year genre of, 
of what, you know, evolutionarily is happening to humans. And it's all about the new age. It's all about metaphysics and psychic communication and, you know, electronics. And, um, you know, we're not even a hundred years into it. And so what we're feeling collectively is almost like being pushed down this spiral of, of us all being really pushed into and initiated into the age of Aquarius. And it's fun, it's innovative, but Aquarius is also kind of like the alien, you know, it, it feels, it feels like, uh, like it's not from here, you know? So every, every sign has its, um, shadow side and its light side. So, you know, we're, we're going to feel it lighten up here, you know, next week. And then, you know, with Uranus, which is the planet of revolution, it's the natural ruler of Aquarius, you know, that right now it's still in Aries. It's still bringing up the past seven years, you know, like we're still in some ways like living a little bit of our past, but then it's, it's going to go direct. Well, it is direct. All the planets are direct right now. This is, does not happen very often. And it hasn't, it's been a long time, like all the summer, almost every planet was retrograde. And so you know, everything is starting to pick back up and move again. And Uranus will move back into Taurus and it will stay in Taurus until about July of 2025. Um, you know, it'll stay in Taurus on March 6th. And so, you know, no matter what, you know, I'm sure you guys are mediums, like, you know, like you're conscious, like times are going to get harder in the way that we're being asked to really step up and innovate and change and shift and, you know, what you're watching, because our country is very Capricorn with this stellium, it's right on top of the USA. It's, it's breaking down the political structures that we've had in place for 300 years, you know? So like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things happening right now and it's happening on an individual basis where we're waking up, then it's happening collectively where like everyone's starting to ask more questions and become more aware. And then it's happening like politically and physically where we're really seeing like, these structures that we've had in place, you know, fall apart. <laughs> and so like mm -hmm. one of my favorite pieces was really watching all of these women, you know, get, um, you know, uh, initiated into the government, you know, right after the new year. And we had this one woman, I cannot remember where she's from. And, you know, she was the first um, bisexual uh, legislator. And then she's, she literally took off her fur coat, and like, you know, she's like in this strapless thing and they try to give her the Bible to like swear her in. And she's like, no, give me this book of law. And, you know, you're watching like this big shift happen. And so wow. we're all being shaken, you know, like from the core. And so it's going to get harder in that way, um, you know, especially for, for our muggles that have no idea what's going on. Like they're going to feel like the rugs pulled out from underneath them over the next few years. Um, but it is going to get better in terms of for people that are awake, especially like moving into Aquarius season, which happens this weekend. Can so. I tell you that I freaking love that you call them muggles? I think <laughs> I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> uh, that's Harry Potter. We're, we're yeah, a big Harry yeah. Potter family. And so, yeah, you know, you're, you're non-magic people, but, um, but they need, they need help. They need support. We can't, we can't leave them. They need, they need that ministry, you know, of, of mystical experience. They need to have their own experience because they've been, they've been so taught that they're supposed to follow, you know, the rules and they're afraid to have their own experience. And, you know, like, um, they need, they need help. They need grace. You know, we all need grace, but they, they need, um, they need a hand to help them to step over the bridge because it's a big bridge right now. For sure. Wow. <sighs> I know, a, right? It's a lot. It's a lot. It is yeah, a but lot, but there's a, there's a better piece to it, right? So the part I haven't talked about is Jupiter. And so you are more than welcome to interject right there if there's anything on that. But like in terms of jovialness, you know, Jupiter is in, the, is in Sagittarius this year. So um, at some point, I'd like to share on that in terms of business, but um, is there yeah. anything that you wanted to interject in there before I move into that? No, just that it's just like interesting. It's like I just keep getting this visual that we keep getting put through like it's not a grinder, but it's like a, it's like mm -hmm. something so that like whatever's like loose and like not – whatever's like extraneous it like gets or like that we're going through this like earthquake and then like whatever's kind of like not solidly like held on to you kind of gets shaken out and in I was telling 
I think I was telling Ambie yesterday that like I mean, at certain points throughout the past couple of days, I've actually felt like I was dying. Like I was I was uh, I went to a flywheel class today and I haven't been in a couple of weeks because I was on this cleanse and I went and in the middle of it, I was like, I literally think I'm having a heart attack. Like I've ne- it feels like I'm dying. And then I realized like that's because parts of me are dying. Like mm-hmm. that's happening and like I just need to accept it. And you know, like I think my personal biggest struggle is like I think my my like one of my biggest uh, patterns in, in my life is like not wanting to let anything go, like anything, yeah. anyone, any like I would like cry when just like I like I, I just never like times to end type of thing. And so I feel like it's really bringing like that up for me. And it's all I could think while I was in this flywheel class and I felt like I was having a heart attack was like I – there. I don't know what to do but surrender. There's nothing I can – like there's surrender and also the other thing that was coming to me yesterday because amidst all this, I did actually have like a, a download that was very clarifying for me, which is that um, just that the one thing that I haven't done my whole life is like the thing – there. when I was little, I knew like I was supposed to be highly creative and I was writing all the time, writing all kinds of things all the time and winning contests all the time for this creative writing stuff. And then I just kind of shoved it away and like stuffed it down and then I just like thought, no, that was just like something that I did but I, I'm not doing it anymore. And now all of a sudden it's kind of coming back and it's making me realize like me not doing that thing, like the thing that I know that I'm supposed to do, but also the thing that I guess scares me the most because I have to like I have to like open that door and like really like dive into it. It's like that not doing that is the thing that causes all the insecurity and instability in the rest of my life because I just keep looking around at other things and other people and expecting it to give me that feeling that doing the thing I'm supposed to do is supposed to give me. Does that make sense? Mm, absolutely. And yeah, I was I was just thinking about um have you read the book The Alchemist? I've read half of it. I really okay. liked it. I just didn't finish it. I don't know why. <laughs> you should listen to it. I they have it on like yeah. Audible and I love the way that they have it. Um but it's like the Joseph Campbell, which you know, he was this philosopher teacher he wrote, you know, about the hero's journey. And it's like this archetypal journey that we're all the hero of our own story. And, you know, he, he says that basically like the thing we want the most in life is in the cave that we're not willing to go into, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like that, um, we all have this personal legend. We all have this treasure that we're trying to find and then bring back into the world to share with other people. But it's like, if we can't go into that cave, if we can't, go into that unknown piece. It's like, we're just going to keep searching in all of these other areas of our life to try to fill ourselves when really like the thing that we want is in the place that is like the hardest to get to. (laughs) And so it's like, I hear you when you're saying that it's like, I totally resonate, you know, um, the thing that you want is on the other side of fear, you know, like those, all of those little mantras. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I hear you. We're all being asked to, to do the hard thing. And that's what Capricorn season is all about. Yeah, because I was going to ask you about that because something that I've been hearing a lot of, or reading or seeing a lot over the past couple of days is like what's happening right now is really asking you to be who you are. And I get so – like be who you are or like be uh, – express yourself or whatever. That's equivalent, Ambie, to when you like hate when people are like – uh, this is happening for you, right? Like when people say that, that's why I get frustrated with John sometimes because because he's like just just you know just you have to be your or I don't know what he says. He says something like that, like you just have to be who you are. Like you you have to like, and it just sounds so cliche to me that I just want to scream. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden <laughs> yesterday, but all of a sudden I'm like I am being who I am. But then <laughs> yesterday I can't be myself anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But then yesterday when this download I was just talking about came in, it was like understanding it in a whole new way. And it was like, oh, like that is who I am. Like that mm-hmm. – it's not that – do well, yeah, kind of doing that and creating in that way. Like that is who I am and I've always kind of known that but just pushed it away. And so it's like until you're willing – so I've, I've seen all these messages about this is all about you have to be who you are. You have to accept who you are. You have to accept who you are. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kind of starting to make sense to me. It's like not doing that, 
makes me look in all the wrong places for what I really am seeking and for who I am. I'm looking to all external things for who I am. And that causes me to create all kinds of problems around me because that's not where it is, you know? And just going back to like the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Um, And so it's kind of like this surrendering and laying your like armor down and being like, okay, like I'll do it. (laughs) Like, and it reminds me of like Ambie, like Ambie had been fighting doing this for so long, you know, so long. Like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and so anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Just it's all really Oh, no. I mean, I, I think it's good. I, I think of, you know, Carl Jung um, where, you know, he says like he who looks outside dreams and he who looks inside, you know, awakens and finds what they're looking for. And so, you know, we – we are all being asked to be authentic. And the reason for that is because, you know, there's this division that's happening, unfortunately, and I don't know how all that's going to play out. But, um, you know, where when we are really embrace the authentic parts of ourselves, that there's this, you know, one of my guides told me, um, you know, over the fall, like this mantra of evolve or dissolve. And that is like, that is crazy, because Oh, my God. Yes. What? I'm freaking out right now. Go ahead. <laughs> we, we, uh, well, just to interject very quickly, the yeah, huge, ahead, the huge synchronicity about that is that um, we just released an episode today, actually, that where we connected, as I mentioned before, we were pulled a card out of my goddess deck and tried to connect. And um, the card we pulled was Eshel, but then oh, the yeah. goddess. Oh, I love Eshel. That's a huge synchronicity too. <laughs> oh wow! Well, the goddess that actually came through was not Eshel. It was Artemis, and oh, yeah. she said like a prominent thing she was talking about was evolve or repeat, and she's like, "But don't, but evolve. Do not repeat. Just evolve." Mm, and yeah. Um, and we were just talking to someone about it, like right before we got on the call with you. And it's just funny. It just keeps coming back up. So, and I like evolve or dissolve. That's very interesting. Yeah. I've been getting like that message. Like it literally, I woke up one morning and it just kept repeating in my head of evolve or repeat, evolve or repeat. And then I saw it on Instagram and then I saw it, um, um, literally I'm a physical therapy assistant as well. And I was in somebody's house and I was just working out with them and, they literally said something, they said evolve or repeat to me, or it was on their house. It was somewhere very close to them, and it was those three words. And I was like, okay, I get it. I get the message, <laughs> message received. I'm not going to repeat it. I'm going to evolve. I get it. But it has been this very, I've had four intuitives tell me that it is, four intuitives tell me, you just need to figure out who you are. And I'm yeah. like, I am doing my best to figure out who I am. But to be very honest with you, like you, unbeknownst to yourself, you have really helped me with that, Lauren, because me, (laughs) yeah, because, um, I have (laughs) no big deal. Um, since you and I have become friends on Facebook and Instagram, it's watching you. I'm like, Oh, this is how I do it. That makes (laughs) sense. Because like, I was really struggling with like, how do I take what seems so distant to me as far as like being a mom and being intuitive and merge them together? Because I know they're the same. I can feel that I can feel that they're the same. I can feel that they go together, but I didn't really know how to bridge that gap. Right. And watching you has really helped me like, oh, the light turned on. I get it. This is oh, how you do so it. That's so sweet. Thank you. So, and then when you were um, in our, Alexa was introducing you and you're like mompreneur, I was like, oh, I'm stealing that. Yeah, I'm it's a thing. Now. It's a total so, thing. Yeah, yeah no, it's not no, mine. It <laughs> I've, I've heard it. I've heard it before. It's just taken me, like I said, it took me like 30 years to accept this. So it's taken me a little bit longer to like understand this is how you do this. This is how you bridge this gap. And actually, about an hour ago, one of my good friends, she works in marketing and social media and stuff like that. We were talking and she's like, you just need to write a list of things that you enjoy yeah. and post about that. And I'm yeah. like, okay, all right. So I'll, I'll do that. But then like, um, it's nice to see it play out because it looks seamless. It just looks very easy. Thank you, yeah. man. Yeah. 
it feels so hard. So I'm like, wow, I'm glad that that's what's coming through. But just, just the, you know, you know, the, the, uh, the honest side is like, it's absolutely crazy, you know, like trying to be this mystic mama, you know, just yeah. like, it's, it's so, um, you know, and I live in Ohio, so I live in the land of like churches and casseroles, you know, so it's, it's very, very different than I'm assuming that it is, you know, in, in California, but I mean, Virginia beach is still in that world, you know, where, you know, it's a little bit different than, you know, the West side of the country, but, um, you know, it's a lot of it is, um, I'm going through this version of evolve or dissolve as well, because, you know, what, what the, my guides gave me that for was just that when you, you know, when you bring your vibration up and you shift and you change and you transform, you know, you're at this different vibration. And, you know, the way that the universe works is that when your vibration shifts, like you come into these situations that are vibrationally not aligned and like you either, you know, you, you have, you have this choice, like you can be authentic and just show up like, who you are, or you can, you can drop your vibe and you can dim your shine, you know, and, and keep both. And so I'm in this place where like, you know, um, like my, my son plays basketball and he's on this team and it's like all of the people that are in it are very much this part of like the church that I was in and this life that I used to have. And it's almost like I have to play this game and I'm like, why the hell am I doing this anymore? You know, like I just need to be who I am. Um, and you know, but then there's also this, this, my husband's total muggle, you know, I love him to death, total muggle. He's like, whatever, you know, whatever your witchy stuff, like just love me and be honest with me. And like, I'm cool with whatever, <laughs> you know, like um, I'm very blessed in that way. But then, you know, what happened basically is that I had to decide that I was going to just come through authentic to who I am in every area of my life. And and all of these situations and relationships and business opportunities just like fell apart, you know, just, mm. just fell apart, you know, and, and I really had to commit to being authentic. And I was very much like a warrior about that last year, which crazy to say last year, but I mean, like from about August to, you know, November and then, you know, Christmas happened and I'm around all this family and they're very, very, you know, like normal, <laughs> very muggled, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I realized over the holidays, I was telling my husband last night, I'm like, I don't feel, I don't feel vibrationally like in alignment. I feel like there's two versions of me right now and I need to integrate them because, um, you know, I've been trying to almost like play this game. And so I, in a way I'm looking forward to this Leo, um, lunar eclipse because it's like, I'm very sad. I've been in a place of grieving this whole week, you know, like a lot of my friendships are kind of evolving and, um, my, my work is evolving as I'm looking to write a book, like that requires a big lifestyle change because I've got three kids. So my mm -hmm. time needs to shift to start writing a book, you know, versus like being in person. And like, that's a big change for me. So it's like when we evolve, you know, and our vibration lifts and it rises and we come into contact with what, what once was like, it has a choice, like that person, that situation, like, or we have this choice of like, it's either going to evolve and the vibration's going to rise up to us or it's going to dissolve and it's going to disappear, you know, and it's not going to be there anymore. And, um, and this has been a period of my life over the last year that I'm, um, you know, I thought that I was kind of done with that and I'm not. <laughs> and so it's just this mm -hmm. constant place of, of, re of releasing and, um, and embracing and releasing and, and learning and like, thank you for your lesson, but you know, go in peace. And so, um, you know, like I, I, um, hopefully that can be just something that will help somebody in that way of, um, you know, when you shift and you change and you transform and you become this higher vibrational being, um, not everything and everyone's going to stay. And in a lot of ways, that's the universe moving blocks out of your way to get you back on, you know, your life path and your, your Dharma, your, your destiny. Um, and it hurts because we're humans and we don't like to feel like we're losing something, but in a way it's, it's this reminder of this higher conscious calling that we, our souls made contracts to do, you know, in this lifetime. So, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, it can definitely, that all definitely resonates. Um, well, do you want to talk about Jupiter as we wrap up here? I yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty short. I mean, especially because, um, you know, like it's very, very much based on rising signs. And in terms of astrology, your sun sign is fantastic, but 
your rising sign, your ascendant really tells you more about how you're going to experience these transits. So, um, you know, Jupiter has been in Scorpio. Um, it was in Scorpio from October of 2018, um, until like November, um, or I'm sorry, October, 2017 to like November of 2018. So it's about a 13 month transit and wherever Jupiter goes, it brings a sense of luck and jovialness and expansion and spirituality. And it has re-arrived into its home of Sagittarius. And so wherever Sagittarius is in your chart, you're, that's where you're seeing basically this expansion type energy. And so, um, you know, it's, it's very much like wherever, you know, like for example, it was in Scorpio and Scorpio is my rising sign. And so it was this big expansion of my personality, you know, of like the way people see me and I present myself and now it's moving into luckily like my financial bracket, you know, and then I'll move into, you know, communication and then home and whatever. So wherever Jupiter, um, is transiting your Sagittarius is where, you're going to have that sense of, of expansion and um, growth and luck. And so in that way, this is, a, this is a year that's interesting spiritually because we work in the spiritual world. And I know a lot of the people that listen are probably spiritual entrepreneurs as well. And so um, it's a really lucky, um, powerful placement for people that work in spiritual realms because um, Jupiter is very spiritual in itself and Sagittarius is the natural seeker. It's like the preacher, teacher, philosopher. Um, it seeks adventure and, and understanding and knowledge. And so this brings a level of curiosity um, that's happening globally. You know, like this is happening on the collective level. So people are more open to listening then they would be, you know, um, with it being in something like Capricorn where people would really want to expand on work and practicality. This is like, let's have fun and let's adventure and let's travel and, um, let's seek, let's ask deeper questions and deeper meaning. So that, that's just like, you know, a very basic, um, kind of broad understanding of that Jupiter influence is, um, it's bringing about this desire to seek a deeper understanding um, you know, in this, in this kind of like, um, seeker type way. So, yeah. Love that. That makes like, sense. Yep. Yeah. Makes and sense I, with how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. This has been truly, um, enlightening and amazing to be in your energy. You are just so well-spoken, so eloquent, um, and just have such like a, a just, I really like your vibe. So um, thank you thank for you. being on the show <laughs> and yeah, and just sharing your story and, and all this wisdom. And how can people contact you if they want to um, get in touch with you for the circles or the deconstruction or astrology or anything else you're doing? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah. So my my personal Instagram handle is the church witch. And, um, you know, my business one is the mystic and mundane. And so you could go to either one of those and you can find one or the other. Um, but then I have an online Facebook group and it's free. And so if you find me on Instagram and you click my link in bio, it'll take you directly there. And so you guys could definitely join, you know, and we have a lot of fun. We talk about a lot of things. Um, but then, you know, in terms of these circles, they, they will start happening in March, you know, where I'm bringing them really online. Um, I'm kind of in this place where I'm wrapping up a lot of my in-person workshops to really start to grow my online presence more. So I'm in this kind of transitional period. So finding me on either Facebook or um, Instagram is a good way currently. And then my website is themysticandmundane.com. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, definitely make sure to get in touch with Lauren and check all that out. Um, if you feel interested in this, I know I do. Um, so I will be following. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Uh, anything else, Ambie, you want to chime in at all? Um, I just wanted to say thank you. And I love your business name, The Mystic and Mundane. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my guide told me that that's what it was supposed to be called. So you can thank my guide. <laughs> well, good job, guide. Good job. <laughs> I don't know which one it was, though. That's something that I'm working on is trying to figure out who my who, like who's talking who, who who's talking right now. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I, just going into that really quick, like 
I do the same thing, but I, I guess I'm blessed. The message that I received is like the name or like the entity is not as important as the message. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So absolutely. I kind of just like, oh, cool. That's a message. Okay. I just like blindly follow whatever <laughs> like, information. <laughs> Here we go. I um, hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Well, very good. Well, thank, thank you, you guys so for the opportunity. And um, I know we'll, I have this feeling that we'll connect again in the future. So absolutely. I have absolutely. the same feeling. <laughs> thank you so much, Lauren. Have a beautiful day. You too. Okay. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 